You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. We always start strong, Lauren, but I will tell you what, we are rolling into March. Can you believe it already? I know. I feel like January was the longest month year ever. And then February just flew out the window. Um, But I'm definitely hoping and ready for some spring weather. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Spring is sprung. And, you know, the warmer it gets, it kind of makes us want to change into, you know, kind of better clothing. And that's kind of has influence on our life, right? <laughs> yeah, better clothing. Better clothing, you know, like like clothing that's not as hot, if you will. So, right. I mean, me personally, I'd probably rather hide in the winter clothes for a little bit longer. But I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Except, except me for who I am. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's where twenty twenty should teach us that that. You should, yeah. you should just love yourself for who you are, Lauren. Exactly. That's good. Well, so <laughs> let's, let's talk. Let's, that was really not a very good transition, but let's, let's roll with that, Lauren. So today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, influence marketing and some trends, correct? For 2022, for this year. Yes. So I think kind of first and foremost, you know, yes, we're going to talk about influencer marketing, but the first thing you all may have seen or, you know, start hearing kind of buzzword wise is maybe not calling influencers influencers. So we've kind of transitioned from bloggers to influencers. And now a lot are branding themselves as content creators, which I think is um, a much more practical name because it's not always that they're out, you know, selling things, which yes, we will talk about that today. But, you know, I bet you'll notice if you follow any, um, on your own social media or have worked with them with brands, they share a lot of types of content, maybe their family or, you know, just a lot of different things. It's basically their life, you know, um, online. So it's not just about um, influencing you to buy. It's really, you know, creating an online persona and, uh, you know, showcasing everything from their family to their values, to their habits and a lot of different things. So I think that's kind of interesting. Super interesting. And, and this is no joke anymore. I pulled a, an interesting piece from influencemarketinghub.com. And last year, the influencer slash content marketing uh, sphere industry uh, did $13 billion, with a B, $13 billion in revenue uh, last mm-hmm. year, 2021. And they're anticipating it to go up to 84 9 billion by 2028. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, a huge jump. I mean, they're looking, you know, like 63% of them are using people are using uh, you know, content creators for their budgets, which is huge. Yes, I saw that. I read um 84% of consumers have made a purchase via a swipe up in the past year. So, 84%. I mean, that is an, an insanely huge number. It's huge, huge. And I think that, I mean, just like your statistic just, you know, predicted, I think that we will just continue to see more and more of that. And 
I don't want to kind of get hung up on like making a purchase, but also keep in mind, you know, like kind of back to that content creation is, you know, that even is something like booking a vacation because you saw, you know, this person go there and it looked fun. I mean, it's about experiences too. It's not just, you know, buying a t-shirt per se. So. Right. Right. And one of the other trends I think we're going to probably see is even more or increased specialization. I mean, the, the whole content creation is great, but if you start looking at, uh, you know, just generalists or somebody that's into food, that's great. But like you are travel, you probably better your example, but if you have someone that's, you know, specific to European travel or specific to British travel or something like that, mm-hmm. you can identify folks, uh, you know, easily. Definitely. That's really smart. So I think kind of that is, you know, when we're telling a brand or maybe advising someone to think about utilizing a content creator, um, you know, think about someone who fits you and your brand. So either by topic or their demographic is one you would like to reach. I think that's kind of number one, the most important thing. It's not like a one size fits all, you know, just because this person has three zillion followers does not mean that it's a fit for your brand or aligns with your brand mission or values. Um, So really spend the time and it does take a lot of time, spend the time to research and really follow people he might be interested in and look at their daily content, look at the other people they're the other brands they're working with and, you know, really put in that time on the forefront to get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. That's very sage advice. Very, very good advice. One other thing I think is really interesting is, you know, I think kind of the world that started it all was like the mommy blogger, right? And that kind of became a term. Um, but now it's just a diverse pool of types of people and, you know, uh, ages. So I also have been seeing kind of this trend um, called grandfluencers. So it is, you know, they are reaching out to boomers and older generation Xers with their content, because I think we all do have a misconception that like older generations or seniors don't want to learn new tech, but in fact, many of them are and utilizing it every day. So I think we'll see also a rise of all ages and demographics of influencers and content creators, which I think is exciting. It is exciting. I think that that's really points to the willingness of, you know, older generations of internet um, users uh, trusting uh, a content creator like that. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. that that's really been a big, that's a huge shift as well. Absolutely. So I think that's something to watch out for. I, I really think that there is someone out there, there's a content creator out there for every brand probably. And if not, if you're not looking that route, I think the other thing that's important is to, learn how to utilize or tap into user-generated content from quote-unquote regular people, but your audience that follows you. So those can be your influencer or your content creator too, you know, ask to share a photo they took, or especially if someone leaves you a good review or a testimonial, ask to share that and use those things. Um, I think that that can really make your brand thrive. And that's a good way to also make your audience feel more engaged and seen and heard and that their opinion matters, you know, both ways, or maybe it helps improve, you know, a service you're offering or a product you're offering. So I think user-generated content is super important as well um, in this kind of discussion. So just something to think about. 
Yeah, I think that's um, that's important. And then the other thing with uh, content creation is, I think the watchword, if you will, for 2022 is authenticity. Make sure mm-hmm. that you are authentic, that you're not just, you know, to your example, you're not just grabbing photos to grab them because you think, you know, they'll connect. I mean, you really need to start crafting brands uh, to ensure that that content is um is true. I mean, I don't know how else to say that, but it's just true to to who you are and who you want your consumers to be. Right. Make sure you know your your audience will identify with it. I think that is very important in this whole discussion. Um, kind of my last thing is just whenever you are reaching out to a content creator um, or an influencer or whatever fits for your brand, just make sure that you set the expectations on both sides. I still I think that's always relevant research who you're working with, and then ensure that you both know what kind of the deal is. Um, Have that in writing and make sure you both know what is included and not included and what, you know, the payment is or um, the trade, whatever that agreement may be. And then that way you can, you know, both leave feeling, you know, you did a good job, you got uh, a return on your investment and make sure that you're being provided analytical data as well with that. So, that's kind of the last thing I think to keep in mind that's important to be successful. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's a strong ending. I mean, I think that's a, a lot of good information. And if someone wants to, you know, listen to us, maybe, maybe Lauren, you, we could influence them a little bit with your content. <laughs> Let's hope so. All and right. if anyone's looking for any kind of like food reviewer influencers, I mean, I think we've both be in for that just a quick little i mean side a hundred percent a hundred percent just go to go to the the guild's uh, social media and and hit us up i think we'd be all about that cool well on that note uh i guess i also put a little plug in if you uh have any other thoughts about uh uh content marketing or influencer marketing or would like to uh, connect with lauren a little bit further about uh, working that into your marketing plan Uh, get out uh, on the social media for the guild factor or on the website at guildfactor.com so and for the g factor i'm going to wrap this up this is tony van we'll talk to you next week thank you for listening to g factor for more episodes additional information and a way to connect with lauren and tony visit theguildfactor.com